Hey everyone, this is Erin, your host of the Eat Her Brains podcast. And I just wanted to start this off with a big thank you for being here with me. This has been two years in the making as I've sat on this idea and looked at my podcast equipment daily and finally figured out how to use it all this year. I mean, with the help of my family and friends, of course, you know who you are. So bear with me as I learn and tweak things along the way. But with all that said, I'd like to officially welcome you to episode one of the Eat Her Brains podcast. So since this is the first episode, I wanted to do this one solo so you could get to know me a little better and understand why horror and basically how my journey led me here. But also, I wanted to take the reins on this horror genre since this is the inspiration behind my podcast name. So but first, let's go down memory lane uh, and get to know a little about me, um, the girl that you are listening to, because I think it's important to share my journey and also to explain a little about how this got started. So let's go down memory lane. So it started obviously when I was little, um, probably a little too little. Uh, I just remember one day, maybe I was like six and my Thea Esther came over, popped in a VHS and lo and behold, it was the horror classic 80s movie Return of the Living Dead. Now, my Thea Esther also prepped me before she put in this VHS, and she was letting me know that, you know, everything's fake. These are actors. This is not real blood. Um, You know, just letting me know not to be scared. So we watched the movie, and I am just mind blown. I mean, I was overly curious at this age, so obviously I wanted to know how were movies made or how the hell did these zombies look so real? And I feel like that is what sparked this obsession and created this monster that you are now listening to because right after that, I just wanted to always watch horror movies. I was so excited to watch horror movies. Uh, I remember... All my sleepovers, I had to rent a horror movie. And a lot of my friends to this day say because of that, that they're like terrified of horror movies. I know one of my friends said that I, when I rented the movie It, that was literally it for her. Like she could not watch that movie or care about clowns from that point on. I mean, even my brother the other day, we were talking about Candyman and he said, dude, I remember watching that at one of your damn sleepovers. Because that movie was so scary. So a little part of me feels happy and proud that some people in my life got their first scare or (laughs) are now completely terrified of certain movies because of me. And I guess that should talk also about my family because my family is also big Halloween fans. They are maybe not necessarily big horror fans, but my dad gets down on Halloween. My dad and mom make this a yearly thing to be the best house 
with the best candy, the best setup. I mean, we used to have a haunted house at our house, like not in the house. Um, and so it started in the garage and then it went to the backyard where like they would walk in on one side and come out the other. And there was li a line to get in. I mean, we didn't charge people, but also the snacks that my dad and mom get every Halloween are not your typical snacks. My dad and mom give out all king size chocolate bars, popcorn. My dad knows a guy that works at Lay's Chips and he gets an assortment of chip bags. He also gets sodas. And then we have my mom who goes and gets candy apples, cotton candy, and she goes to the warehouse place where like the ice cream men and women get all of their treats and she just like stocks up on all the good stuff. So yeah, so basically when you come over for Halloween, it is literally like a little treat buffet. And even my parents dress up scary and my mom decorates the front yard really cute. So it's always been a good time. It's always a holiday that I remember everyone getting involved in um, down to our costumes. My mom was very detailed, very um, interested in always what we wanted to be and making it happen. I think that's why even now as I'm older and 37, I still love dressing up. I still like celebrating. October is like literally one of my favorite months. Now flash forward to college where I intentionally wanted to become a cinematographer, a director for horror films, but spoiler, I actually went into marketing. But this was also the time when I started my Instagram account, Eat Her Brains, which was my personal account. What I didn't know is that I would later create a small business with Eat Her Brains, and I actually um, started a pin company. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a time when everyone was like collecting pins or making pins. And I ended up making pins out of these drawings that I had of like horror babes. So I made pins based upon female horror characters like Nancy from The Craft, Casey from Scream, Carrie from Carrie, and Regan from The Exorcist. And I, I unknowingly started a small business uh, because I sold out of them and started to replenish them, restocking them. I did other series. I did like a Quentin Tarantino series as well. Um, but all in all, that's how kind of like I gained followers that had the same interest as me. And from then on, it was more about me sharing like things that I love, but also just having common interests with people and that kind of connection that I made with some of my followers and even like seeing people out with my pin on, like it, it was a really fun time. And I think it, it really pushed me to believe that when you do something that you love and that just comes so genuinely, people really see like the truth in that. And I think it cultivates, you know, the a community of like-minded individuals that, you know, inspire you and, and you inspire them. And I feel like that's how the podcast also came to life. I knew that I wanted to try something new. I knew that I liked podcasts and I knew that I had an idea that I wanted to try. So in this sense, I am trying this out. This is me being vulnerable. This is me being um, a creative who wants to take space, but not only take space, but give space to others and to share my love of 
everything horror, but also everything of just social horrors, sharing what I'm scared of, sharing what I overcome, and just sharing other people's journeys as well. So I think I could stop there. I don't want to give too much, um, but I did want to just share a little bit of my background and just how this got started. I always like, personally, I like knowing like behind the scenes and how people got to where they are today. So I hope this just gives you a little story and background of how this podcast was created and kind of my thought process. And yeah, so now let's get into one of my favorite horror genres and the inspo behind Eat Her Brains and the Eat Her Brains podcast. Let's talk a little bit about zombies. So zombies. I love that there's so many names for them. I mean, obviously the coin term, the walkers from The Walking Dead, but there's rotters, the undead, the infected, biters, the dead. But my favorite, munchers. And if you are into The Simpsons, you know that this was from the Treehouse of Horrors where the citizens of Springfield get infected by eating burgers tainted with a virus that turns them into zombie-like creatures. Genius idea. Always love a good Treehouse of Horror. But what scares me the most about zombies are not even the zombies. Like, let's get real. The most scariest people in zombie movies are the uninfected, meaning the human beings, the ones that are striving to survive, but yet forget that they're also human and that we all should be maybe helping each other out. I don't know. I always get super anxiety when I watch a movie with like groups of people because I always know something's going to go wrong. Someone's going to turn and I'm not mean like turn the zombie, but they're going to like turn and be bad or they're going to use someone or they're going to do something stupid and get everybody killed. Honestly, at this point, I think it's safe to say that if the zombie apocalypse does happen, it's probably best to stick with people that you trust because when you start start trying to start groups with other people it's just it's a scary game of rolling the dice and trying to figure out who's real who's not and who's just out there to you know fend for themselves which hey I get it dog eat dog world it all comes down to that but to me that's literally the most scariest part of any zombie movie but speaking about zombie movies I also love like the evolution of zombies. I mean, starting from, you know, George Romero's classics like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Those zombies were like so slow. Like watching them now, you're kind of like, I don't understand how people were so scared. But then when you watch 28 Days Later zombies or Train to Bushan zombies, you're like, Oh, fuck. Like, honestly, if those were the zombies I was against, I'm dead. I mean, I I don't run. I don't hike. I don't do anything extra curricular, like, in terms of, like, fitness, which I should and I am. I swear to God, I'm going to get a gym pass. But 
if this was like tomorrow, this was happening. Honestly, I already thought about this. I mean, my dad and my family are already like we talked about like if a zombie apocalypse would happen, we would just go to my parents' house and figure it out from there. But honestly, if I couldn't get to my family, I would just lock all my doors, try to board up everything. I mean, I have a lot of skate decks, so I could board up with that. And then I would just literally just sit, watch some movies, light a joint, and just hope and pray that whoever comes in, like, just hurry up and eat me. Like, let's just get it done. Because if COVID has taught me anything, I'm really not set for pandemic life or the apocalypse life. I mean, just going to the grocery store at the day of lockdown, that shit scared literally the shit out of me. I walked in and it was literally like a movie, like people running, people with like too much food in their carts that didn't even make sense. I mean, maybe these people had like 20 people living with them, but odds are it was just them and someone else because even just seeing the aisles empty, I was so shocked. I literally walked in and walked out. I walked out, cried in my car, called my mom and told them that they didn't have pancake mix. For some reason, I was like so hung up on the fact that I couldn't find butter and pancake mix because I really just wanted a stack of pancakes in the morning. But I just, I feel like that's really just shows how ready I am. And even though I like to think like, you know, I've watched so many horror movies, like I know how this goes down. No, I really don't. And it shows. But you know what movies really showed this off? And I love these movies, the horror comedy ones. Uh, Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland. Ugh, chef's kiss. Because the social commentary and just the play on all the tropes, just making fun of everyone perfection like to sit there and laugh at yourself like yeah that's probably how it's gonna happen like in Shaun of the Dead when he just wakes up and he's like going to the grocery store or like the little market and it's quite apparent that there's like nobody out and then when he gets in the liquor store and there's like a zombie and he doesn't even like he almost even like trips on blood or slips on blood and like doesn't see the blood mark on like the the little door when he was getting his drink it's like yeah, because sometimes I feel like we are so consumed with, like, our daily lives. And I could totally see myself, like, looking at my phone and not even noticing that, like, the world is empty and there's something that's, like, lurking in the back. But yet I'm, like, scrolling on Instagram because that's important. So, yeah, like, I love those movies. I mean, Zombieland also just showed us, like gave us a, a visual of like guide on how to survive, but it's all like in fun. I mean, in Bill Murray in Zombieland, the best part. So, I mean, I just, I really love these movies just because they not only make fun of themselves but they kind of just show, also make fun of us as like human beings. Like, you know, because I think everyone knows if the zombie apocalypse did happen, like it would be a shit show. 
it's already a shit show with this pandemic that, you know, we can't even get our shit together. We can't even unify. We can't even organize. But, you know, let's hope things get better soon. Because if not, we're just going to be like the walking dead. And this is going to be season number 565. Because if any TV show is like long lasting, it's The Walking Dead. I mean, I know they're in their last season, so big ups to them. But I was a true Walking Dead fan. I mean, I religiously watched it every Sunday. Was it Sundays? Yeah, it was Sundays. And I was so invested. I mean, I even started reading the comics. Like, I wanted to know. I wanted to to like see the parallel stories. Like it was, I was in and like, I was so invested in these characters. Like Glenn, such a good job, such a great actor. And that character, so good. Just like the whole storyline was just like, I was just so into it. I mean, I cried like mocos, like crying to the TV, like, talking to myself um just because of like the things that, I mean I don't like I don't like to give spoilers so if you haven't seen it if you haven't caught up I do not want to you know ruin anything for you but the first few seasons so good I could tell you when probably everybody dropped off because this is when I dropped off the governor's uh season snooze fest the Negan season I mean I had so much high hopes for Negan I mean I love Negan I still want to make a bat with nails in it, um, just like Negan's, because I think his whole villain character was just amazing. But I feel like they really drug that. They drug him. It was a lot. But yeah, I kind of just snoozed off after, you know, a few people passed and I was just like, it's just not the same. And they also just like really went off the beaten path of the comic, which I wasn't surprised, but I was kind of just hoping they would maybe stay along the lines. So it'd be a little more funner to watch. But yeah, I could probably guess what season you all jumped off. And you are if you are still on it, claps. Because that's a true fan. I mean, I thought I was. Obviously, I'm not. But if you were to ask me what my favorite zombie movie is, Train to Bouchon. All the fucking way. Honestly, that's like my number one movie that I always recommend. And I always get so excited when someone else knows about it or has seen it. Because they too say what a great movie that is. And it's like everything that you want in a horror movie. I mean, there's like beautiful character development. There's... You know, it's a dad and daughter story. Love that. I'm a daddy's girl. Um, the zombies are beautiful. I mean, amazing work. And then just the overall look and feel. I mean, it's all set in a train. But yet, every still is beautiful. Like, I love it. It's just so good. Like, I don't even want to give it away. I don't want to say more because I want, if you have not seen it, please, pretty please 
watch it and let me know what you think. I mean, it's a South Korean horror film. There are subtitles. I love it. I think it's literally the best. And I heard that the U.S. is trying to make a a remake. Now, I don't like remakes. I I, I don't like saying I don't like remakes because I do like some remakes. I mean, not to pull in Halloween right now, but I love the Rom Zombie version of Halloween. I love... I have a good place in my heart for Rob Zombie because I do love some of his movies and we'll get to that on an episode, but, and I do love Danny McBride's version, excited for the new one, Halloween, Halloween kills. So excited, but I don't know. I just feel like there's some movies that are just so good. Like just leave them alone. Like why? Like, do you, is it to make it better? Like, I don't understand. Like, and I don't understand if this is like a remake, an adaptation, because I mean, they already did part two, which was Peninsula, which I mean, it wasn't as great. It wasn't as great, but you know, they already did the what happened next. So I don't know. The U.S. needs to calm down. Like, you guys need to get your own ideas. You guys need to start inviting new directors, new people. Like, I I feel like this is a good time for horror, though, honestly. And I don't know if that's because of COVID and everything got pushed out. So there's all these amazing movies coming out. It's a great time to be a horror fan right now. It's also a great time to end this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is the first episode. So I just kind of literally wanted to get a feel of like how this is going to work, how I'm going to edit this, the outlines. So thanks for listening along. I'm excited for episode two already because I already have a guest ready. Don't want to reveal who yet, but I will throw some teasers out. So get ready for that. Um, I also wanted to circle back and give more thanks because I really want to thank my brother, Gregory Rivera, who created and composed um, my trailer music and my intro music. I mean, John Carpenter could never. My brother is an amazing musician, artist. I mean, he can make you merch. He could garden for you. He's honestly the best, and he really killed this track. I also want to shout out my good friend, Jordan Tejera. Um, If you loved my graphics, he's the one that created them. I mean, I literally went to his house for three hours. We sat in his studio and I just told him like two sentences of what I wanted. And he's like, I got you. And he really did. And because these graphics are just so great, we even thought of some limited time merch. So stay tuned for that. But again, thank you all for listening. I'm really excited to see how far this can go. I just have so many ideas and I'm really excited for season one. I'm also excited to introduce some Eat Her Brain Small Bites where I will be reviewing some upcoming movies, some events. I got my Halloween Horror Night tickets, so I'm excited about that. So please subscribe, follow at Eat Her Brains Pod for all upcoming teasers, small bites, and new episodes. So talk to you guys later.